Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Hey, everybody. It's Captain Jim Palmer, the dream business coach. Welcome to another fantastic interview. Um, Let me introduce my guest to you today, Tony Carlson, born and raised in the Pacific Northwest. He's an entrepreneur who founded Cutco Closing Gifts, which has done over $100 million in sales. He founded Branding Tools Incorporated, which is an engraving company that employs 50 people in Vancouver, Washington, and is the owner and CEO of Best Day of My Life Incorporated. Tony loves to travel and lives a big life, which I'm definitely going to have to dig into. His interests include parenting his eight children, exotic cars and motorcycles, helping entrepreneurs solve both seen and unseen weak points in their businesses, real estate, philanthropy, and spending time with family and friends. Tony, how you doing? I can't believe we haven't met up, up, till, up till today. I'm doing great. Good morning. Thank <laughs> you for having me on your show today. Oh, it's my pleasure. So um, you've got quite an accomplished background. I'm, I'm wondering, are you a first-generation entrepreneur? Or did you have a father, grandparents, grandparents, or you know, anybody uh, inspire you into that realm? Um, you know, I've had several people inspire me, but I am first generation. My mom works for the airlines. She was a purser with United for 37 years. My dad passed away when I was, when I was in high school and uh, was a truck driver before that. But um, I was the kid that was out there doing everything from washing cars to walking dogs to mowing lawns to you name it. Um, whatever I could do to earn a buck, painting house numbers on the curbs back in the day. Um, I was that kid. And uh, here we are, you know, 25, 30 years later. And uh, still getting after it every day. Well, that's very cool. So did you go to college or did you just start business, you know, right into the business world? You know, funny you asked that. I always had the intent of going to college um, mm-hmm. because that's just what you do. Yeah. Um, but my senior year of high school, I started selling Cutco knives as one of the uh, tens of thousands of kids do every single year across the country. And my senior year of high school, I made $44,000 in income. And at that time, starting pay out of college was 36000 a year. So <laughs> being my well-developed 17-year-old brain, I said, well, that's less. Why would I go pay to make less? So I just never did. Um, I found that there is an abundance of information. And you can get good at most things, not everything, but most things, if you're interested in doing that. Um, you know, I tell uh, colleagues of mine and friends, you know, if you want to get good at something, just Google top five books on whatever, go read them, take notes, implement it, and then before long, you're pretty good at it. Um, so that's kind of the approach I've taken. I've read hundreds of books, gone to lots of seminars, and kind of self-educated in that way, but never, never traditional college by any means. And, and you don't have high figures or six figures of, of college debt. <laughs> and as you say, making a whole lot more money. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. so, so you started selling Cutco knives. Now, you know, in the intro, you founded Cutco Closing Gifts. Is that one in the same? Is that the same company? Um, it's a it's a division of the company. So what happened was, um, I was 17. I w- was out there selling knives, and then I did that for three or four years. I was very successful, top 25 rep in the company. 
And then I went into Cutco management where you hire and train the other representatives to uh, sell. And I was the number five office in the country my first full year out. We did over 1.4 million in sales, recruited about 600 reps and had a great experience. Um, but then there was a, a friend of mine that was selling gifts to businesses out in Ohio. He was selling Cutco knives and they were engraving it and giving it out as a gift uh, when they sold a house or worked with a client. So I started doing that in my area and before long realized that uh, working with realtors and loan officers was a great uh, way to sell the product because they give closing gifts. Partnered with Cutco, at the same time started an engraving company and uh, over the years have grown that to the largest closing gift company in North America. Uh, as you mentioned in my intro, we've done over 100 million in sales. And then I own the engraving company that is the majority of the engraving for the United States for that. So we engrave about a thousand knives a day here in Vancouver, Washington with my staff. And that in terms of Cutco, that's been my path. And I've been with them for 20 years now. And I'm still very heavily active and involved with them as well. So you started selling knives, which is door to door, to door right? I mean, that's, that's where you get your real um, sales training. It's by appointment. So it's kind of like a real estate agent works. You start with people you know, you get referrals, you set appointments, you do right. the phone calls, you get the referrals, you, you grind it just like sales. I think sales is so important. Um, even if you're never going to be in sales, unless you work in a factory, you're probably going to be working with people. And that, it, that experience of working with people one-on-one -on -one is invaluable, regardless of what you're going to do, because you're always going to have to work with people. So I told my kids and whatnot, everybody has to at least go through the training, do some practice, try it, because it'll be good experience for you, regardless of what you end up doing. Oh my gosh, that's so true. I mean, and by the way, if you're an entrepreneur, you cannot say you're not in sales. You are, if you're not right. selling, you don't have a business. So I mean, that is the number one skill you have to do it. So, um, mm -hmm. So the Branding Tools Incorporated, that's the branding division. That's the, that's the company that does the engraving for the United States, uh, the majority of the engraving for the United States for Cutco closing guests. Gotcha. So my job with Cutco is split three ways. I oversee the local reps here in Portland, Oregon area where I live. Um, I oversee the program for North American Consult, and then I own the company that does the majority of the engraving. And now, 16 weeks ago, have relaunched Best Day of My Life, which We'll talk about here today as well and uh, that's a new venture which is really exciting yeah I'd like to I'd like to go into the best day of my life I'm really curious about that is that is that um, part of the philanthropic part of your your journey or is that something different it, it has it has a a, a portion of that um, purchasing with a purpose is very uh, becoming more common in our marketplace but it's never the the reason I got involved but it's as something that is happening through the process that's pretty exciting. So what, how Best Day came to be is my top rep of all time in Cutco, Adam. He called me five years ago, and we talked most days. And he just said, hey, how's your day? And I'm just being a smart aleck. I was like, hey, best day of my life. And he just thought that was fun. So he just started saying that saying. We pick up sayings from our friends. And his girlfriend at the time I thought it was really funny. So she went down to a local like t-shirt print shop and made three shirts, one for him and two for his two buddies. And they just start wearing them out. And it was never ever at that point thought of as anything besides just like a fun, like saying, right. What happened though, is they start wearing the shirts out and it became this conversation starter. People will come up. They're like, Oh, is it really the best day of your life? Why? Or what does that mean? Or whatnot. And you know, we found people really, 
wear our products for one of two reasons. The first reason is they're just positive people. It's hard to have a bad day when you go out wearing something that says best day of my life on it. The second one is it's an event. Maybe they're getting married. Maybe they went skydiving. Maybe they bought a new motorcycle. Maybe they had a baby. It's a big event in their life, and that's the best day of their life, right? So it's really two different uh, you know, paths there. So they start wearing out, getting this great response. They're like, you know, they started getting that question. Like, that's an awesome shirt. Where could I get one? And they're like, well, nowhere. We just made it. And <laughs> so they looked into it, and I don't even understand how or why, but the trademark was not taken. It was available. The URL was not taken. Best day wow. Of my life. Wow. That's so, astounding. <laughs> it's crazy. So they uh, registered, they got the best day of my life, uh, com for $40 off GoDaddy. They hired an attorney and started going through the process of registering the trademark and they got the trademark granted. At that point, they decided to do a Kickstarter, an Indiegogo account. And in five days sold $10,000 worth of shirts. Which is pretty awesome. Yes. Then, uh, so people are loving this. They're wearing it. So it, it's not only do we make like really high quality products, like they're great shirts and hoodies and whatnot, but the message resonates with people. It's a way to live. What is social media at its fundamental core? It's people showing the best days of their lives, right? So it resonates with the, the younger generations. And what happened though is they did this launch and they had this great idea. However, they didn't have the operational background. So what happened is they did the launch and they sold the 10,000 and then people liked the shirts. They wanted to keep buying the shirts, but they didn't have inventory. They didn't have anyone to run the company. They didn't have anything. So it just kind of sat. They told customers, sorry, we're not selling shirts right now. And it's just been sitting. Me, I learned of this and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't handle this. This is such a great idea. So actively, monthly, I'm calling these guys. I'm like, just sell me the company. Just let, let me buy in. Let me do something with this. This is a real thing. And after four years of that, they finally said, you know what? Fine. We'll sell it to you. We're not doing anything with it anyways. And um, we relaunched 17 weeks ago, 16 weeks ago, and it has been incredible. Uh, we're selling a crazy and uh, in many different avenues because I have the operational excellence in the back end to run it all through my company, which I already own. So we have inventory, we have a warehouse, we can ship stuff every day. We can, we can handle the business side of it. And then the sales background as well. So um, it's sold a lot of different ways, but it's been really fun. And then how the philanthropic piece ties in is um, what we're doing is we're modeling our business model very much after life is good. Most people know that brand. That brand has yes. been around over 20 years, started by two surfers in a van in Boston, driving around, selling t-shirts at colleges. And that company now is in over 4,500 stores and sells over a hundred million dollars a year. So I'm not one that has to go on an ego trip and invent everything myself. I find it much easier just to role model things that already work. Exactly. So, a good friend of mine by the name of John Roman um, ex-Cutco guy, he started a foundation 12 years ago called the Front Row Foundation. And this is a really neat charity. And what they do is they go and they take critically ill people and they put them and their family in the front row of any event of their choice anywhere in the world, whether it's NASCAR or Taylor Swift or UFC or whatever it is. And it, they, they document it all and they put it together and they create these experiences. They really create the best day of these people's lives. 
So for us, it seemed like a complete no-brainer to partner with them and give 10% of all the proceeds of the company, the Front Row Foundation, to help create more best days of people's lives for them and their families. So that for us and our charity piece seemed like a complete no-brainer. And we love writing checks to Front Row Foundation because they do great things. Really that, is, that is so awesome. I mean, it's very much like Make-A-Wish also. I mean, you're, you're really, you're, it, you know, it's, um, I think it's amazing. And, I, you know, you, you told me uh, the life is good. I was racking my brain listening to you. I was like, what's that t-shirt company? <laughs> life is good. Yeah. You know, I don't know many people, myself, my wife and I included, we're, we're in any towns as we travel around. And, and it's like, you see a life is good, you go in there because, you know, they got all these different things. But the best mm-hmm. day of my life, that, that is really something. I, I bet you have huge partnership uh, possibilities, you know, with, with, I don't know, Tony Robbins, but people who put on these mega events and things like that, there's probably so many things you can do about it. So, so what did you say it took you like four years to wear down the person who, who owned the URL? <laughs> they just, they were, they, I can see they had maybe 5% of your energy and just decided, nah, let him have it. Yeah. You know, I think it was one of those things that a lot of people do where they have a good idea, but they're not acting on it. Right. So, I think people will back burner it forever and they'll say, well, one day when I get my schooling done and when I get my career up, then I'm going to do this. But I found being an entrepreneur my entire life, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. If you're not, just say you're not and get away from it because I'm, there's nothing today I'm going to tell you I'm going to do five years from now. I don't even know who I'm going to be five years from now. Yeah. So you know, it's one of those type of things, but they're buddies of mine. They're great people. One of them is my, like I said, my top rep of all time for Cutco and they're doing other things. They're getting married. They're having kids. One's in a band, you know, great people, but just not people that are going to drive a business the way it needs to be driven. And like you said, so, you know, in terms of partnerships, like you just said, there are tons of opportunities for our business, which is kind of cool. Some of the ones we've done so far, which are kind of neat. When you go to Ducati here, we do a co-branded product as well, besides our standard best day of my life gear. And all of our gear is pretty neat. In the inside, the tag, it's printed, um, step one, wear shirt. Step two, have the best day of your life. Step three, take picture. And step four, share with us on Facebook or Instagram at the address, at best day of my life. Nice. And what's interesting is in just 17 weeks, we already have 7,000 followers on Instagram which is kind of cool. Organic, real followers. We're not paying for anything uh, in that regard. So that is really cool. And then some of the partnerships we've done so far that have been really neat is uh, Ducati in Portland. Like my bio said, I'm into exotic cars, motorcycles. I went down to them. I said, you know, one of the best days of my life was the day I bought my first motorcycle. So what if you guys got shirts and we did them in your colors and your, your branding and we did best day of my life and we did. So now they buy shirts that are black with red writing, Ducati on one sleeve, motocourse on the other sleeve. And whenever you buy a motorcycle there, you get one. They put them in the red room, take a picture, promote it. That's one cool thing we've done so far. We got our first university on board. So now Marquette University in Wisconsin, um, when you walk into their student bookstore and gift shop, there's a best day of my life section right in the front with their color shirts, with co-branded with their logo underneath the best day of my life words on the shirt. Um, on and on it goes. Uh, so, you know, there's lots of opportunities, um, whether it's event-based. Uh, we have baby onesies, which is really exciting. Obviously, the day you're born, best day of your life. Yep. The number one hashtag thing uh, around that is weddings. So we have a wedding set that's about to launch. There'll be like a white tank top 
uh, for the lady and a black t-shirt for the man that they can wear during their wedding day when they're getting ready. Um, it really is endless. So, you know, those are a couple of the things we've done thus far. Um, but like I said, we're really just getting going. We just went into the, we just did the big apparel show in Vegas uh, last week. And now we're um, in 13 stores have picked us up to sell their, our standard product in their stores, our t-shirts and our hoodies and our tank tops. And we also, um, like I mentioned a second ago, the quality piece is really important to me. I don't think you can have a great day if you're wearing a crappy t-shirt. So we use Bella Canvas as our blanks, which is, in my opinion, the best um, t-shirt comfortable company out there. They're really good at what they do and they're really on point and purpose with uh, their mission. And uh, I was actually lucky enough to meet the owner of that company at the apparel show in Vegas just last week, which was kind of cool. That is so cool. You know, one of my um, coaching clients is in the custom sock business. I'll tell you what I told him. Um, I've never seen more money be spent other than probably I'm guessing the number one category is pet owners. So there's probably mm -hmm. tons, you know what I mean? And then the second one, mm -hmm. which is my lifestyle now, cause I don't, I don't know if you know this, we live on a boat is, is boaters. I mean, mm -hmm. people love their friggin' boats. So talk about the no best doubt. day. Of course, there's actually that, that joke about the two best days for a boner, a boaters when you buy it and then when you sell it, but that would be, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's endless, man. That is so cool. How, how you're doing that. And, and how does Adam, if I, if I remember right, that was the name of your top rep. Is, is he still uh, uh, got a big mm -hmm. smile on his face for creating that. He, he does. I kept him on as the director of sales and he's still involved with it because uh, he is an incredible salesperson. One of the best I've ever known in my life, probably the best to be quite honest with you. And he has this enthusiasm and this, you know, he lives a very different life than me, but he's the, he's the guy that does the extreme things in life. Goes heli, heli skiing and, you know, jumps out of airplanes and, uh, go surfing just he'll take a month and go surf the longest wave in the world and like he's that guy the adventure guy so he brings a different dynamic to the business than I do um, I'm I have a sales background and sales training but I'm an operations guy at heart I, I like the back end the logistics the scaling piece the consulting piece figuring that out he's the sales guy he just loves it talking about it promoting it selling it and transferring that enthusiasm because sales at its core is just a transfer of enthusiasm right? And, uh, you know, he's really good at that. So he's still involved. I still talk to him every day. He's getting married this next month. So that's going to be really exciting. And uh, best day of his life. I was just going to say that. That's so cool. I don't know if you've ever listened to your interviews, but, you know, I, I, I suspect when you're talking about, um, you know, the Cutco closing gifts and things like that, but you're, you're absolutely on fire for the best day of my life. I mean, it's, I can tell this is a passion. What, what's the movement? Like, what's the goal behind this? Where do you see this going? You know, I think it's going to scale into a global movement and a global brand. We, we've, seen, we've been shipping shirts all over the world. You know, what's cool about e-commerce is you don't really know where they're coming from all the time. But we've shipped shirts to Belgium and Italy and Australia, and people resonate with the message. You know, in our world, we, we're so distracted. Everyone's looking at their phone. No one's paying attention. No one's having conversations. Now, I say that in a way that obviously some people are having conversations, but it's a very different world than it was 20 or 30 years ago when people just had conversations and talked and interacted and not everybody was in a screen all the time. So what it does is it's, it's a natural conversation starter. So when you're wearing the shirt, it just sparks conversation and it sparks positive conversation. Why I love this company so much is everything around it is positive. If you're not interested in positivity and good things, you're not going to resonate with our message and you kind of avoid it. 
So we don't have to deal with the people that don't like that, which is great. So the people we're working with, our customers, our retailers, the schools, the companies, um, they are resonating with our message because they're positive. And I love positivity. I think you can set your attention for the day and we're good like that. So, um, you know, I, I love hearing the stories of people telling me about the best day of their lives, whether it's the day, like I said, they get married or the day they find out they're cancer free or the day they retire or the day they go skydiving or the day their kids graduate high school or college, whatever it is for them. I love hearing those stories. And I love watching people um, use it as a gift, you know, uh, as people are celebrating their big days, whether it's graduation day or birthdays or uh, all the exciting moments of life. Uh, so where it will go, who knows? But we're going to keep pushing it forward. And my guess is it's going to go somewhere awesome. And we're going to sell a lot of shirts and get a lot of really good stories from this that we don't even view at this point. There's so much that we don't even know we don't know. You know, and I think that's part of the excitement and the journey in general. I wonder if there's a way, well, I'm sure there is, um, for somebody to jump on your website and order a shirt, the best day of best day of my life t-shirt, and then go through a number of uh, checks. Like I'm, I'm, I'm interested in some kind of an image or you upload for me, I, up, I, I would upload an image of my boat, you know, or something like that. And then sure. can you ship out ones and twos like that? Or, or is that a whole new ball game well we ship we ship out ones and twos all day every day um no doubt about it we have them in where our warehouse and inventory and then in terms of people adding their own things to them that's not something that's not a space we're in right now mm -hmm. um to co-brand you have to be more in like the 50 shirt range right. um but that being said um i'm sure they can take it down to their local screen printer and add on a custom image or something like that but we're, we're in the business of shipping out ones and twos. Our hoodie, for example, is the most comfortable hoodie I've ever worn. I'm wearing one right at this moment. Um, we ship those out all the time. And uh, kids' clothes are about to come out. You mentioned pet clothing. That's about to come out. We have hats now. Um, we also use this as a fundraising platform for charities. So even though 10% of our company's proceeds go to Front Row Foundation, maybe you're listening and you have a charity that you want to raise some money for. You can come to us. We'll set up a code. You can promote best day of my life to your constituency. And uh, whoever buys with your code, 50% of the proceeds will come directly back to the charity. So we just partnered with Make-A-Wish Oregon. You mentioned them earlier. And um, same thing. They're promoting it to their uh, people that support them. And anyone that buys our gear, will leave 50% of the proceeds right back to their charity. So it's an easy win for them because people like our gear. And you can usually tie it into the message of the charity. Um, whether you're trying to cure a type of cancer or you're creating best days like Make-A-Wish does or whatever it is, you can usually tie the message in one way or another. And then, you know, charities' jobs are really to raise money for the charity so they can do the good work they need to do. And that's a hard job. And they do that in a lot of different ways. So we like to be creative and work with them and do anything we can to help them raise those funds that they need to stay in operation. Very cool. Hey, um, Tony, I mentioned in your bio that you help entrepreneurs solve problems or, you know, uh, seen and unseen weak points in their business. What do you think some of those are for, for the average entrepreneur? Um, that's a great, great question. Actually, I'm really glad you asked me that. The, I think the biggest problem for your average entrepreneur is they're good at a task. So maybe you're a really good salesperson, for example, and you get into, let's say, home loans and you're a home loan 
person and you're selling your loans and whatnot and you start getting this following you're getting to a place where you you're so busy being busy that you can't sell any longer and then your your focus then becomes on tasks that it shouldn't be i think most entrepreneurs get in their own way i think there's an ego that exists in most people that says nobody can do blank as good as me so because of that i can't let go of anything and because i can't let go of anything i'm only one person and there's only so many hours in a day i either need to work more hours or increase my stress level and you know it's just a bad equation i think most entrepreneurs need help in terms of they need staff they need to get things off their plate i constantly ask people you know would you work for let's i'm sitting down with an entrepreneur would you work for 11 dollars an hour and they look at me like i'm crazy they say I drive a Mercedes Benz. I live in a beautiful home. I would never work for $11 an hour. And then I follow up and say, well, if you won't work for $11 an hour, why will you work for yourself for $11 an hour doing $11 an hour tasks? You know, I think so many things on your average entrepreneur's plate shouldn't be. You know, you have to leverage yourself through other people, commit to good training and monitor what they're doing because then you can expand the amount of hours that are worked on your behalf. Jeff Bezos is not the richest man in the world because he's out in the warehouse packaging up every Amazon box, right? So the reality is most people get in their own way and they think no one else can do what they can do. And because of that, they do not leverage themselves properly through other people. And they find themselves stressed out, working harder than ever, not offering the level of customer service that they originally were known for, their inbox completely inundated with thousands of emails, the stress of not getting back to people, weighing on them, and that being their grind in their day, every day. And then what happens is they don't take care of themselves. They don't exercise or eat properly because there's no time for that. And then they don't feel good. And then before long, they get to a place where, gosh, was this the entrepreneurial dream I dreamed of? <laughs> I the saddest thing to me is watching people that are very successful. They've reached every income goal they could ever reach. They have happy families. Yet they are working themselves to death, hating their lives. And that's not what it's about, but it becomes habitual for us because what happens is we only know what we know. And we're so inundated with our habits that we work day in and day out. And we say, all right, I worked and I grinded really hard to get to this point. So I have to do that forever to maintain my success, which is just not true, right? You have to work smart. You have to work on your business, not in your business. So what happens is they, people work really, really hard and they get to a certain level and then they just keep working really, really hard. Society says you have to work hard to be successful. Society, listen, the reality is the world doesn't care how hard you work. They, you get paid for the value you bring to the marketplace, period. People get upset with sports stars, for example, or whatnot. It's not fair this person makes $50 million a year. Let me tell you, it's not about them. If you could fill the stadium with people, they'd pay you the same 50 million. It, you get paid for the value you bring to the marketplace. So the only way to expand the value as an entrepreneur is to expand the business. And the only way to expand the business is to multiply your time, the great equalizer. And the reality is it's hard to do that when you're so ego-driven, myself being guilty of this so many times in my career, that we can't get out of our own way. So yeah. a roundabout answer, I don't know if that answers your question, but usually no, it's, it's 100% the person true. getting in their own way. 
Yep. What one of the chapters in which book? My my sixth book was called Decide, and I, I have a chapter called Delegate or Stay Small Forever. So <laughs> that really is the linchpin for most people as they get to a certain point and they they're just work. It often feels like you're putting the cart before the horse, but in reality, it's mm-hmm. it, it's a necessary thing. I could talk to you all day long, Tony, but the the clock dictates all. What what was? How can people connect with you? I'm sure they're going to want to connect with uh, Best Day of My Life and and just learn more from you, social media, things like that. So feel free to share a couple awesome. uh, URLs. Uh, sure. So bestdayofmylife.com is our website. Um, feel free to jump on there, pick up a shirt, hoodie, hat, whatever. Um, you know, I'll set up a code, Jim, for your customer, for your people to listen. It'll just take 25% off any purchase. So I'll set that up when we get off the call. Um, you can get a hold of me through that website. Um, no problem whatsoever. It, the email and phone number are right on there to come directly to me. And um, follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at Best Day of My Life. And um, more than anything, go out there and live with that intention. If you can do anything and you take anything from this podcast, just go out there and live every day as if it's your best day. Because the reality is you can't do anything about the past and you're not guaranteed tomorrow. Today is really all that we have if you think about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had, um, when I was four, I'm 60 now, when I was 41, I had cancer. And for a month, I didn't know if I'd be alive in five years. And so people, people said, God, you're smiling all the time. I said, every day I get up and put my feet on the ground is a good day. It's a gift that I didn't think I would have. So, uh, I, right. I will, I will be ordering one of those shirts. I, I love that whole deal. Um, Tony, such a great honor to interview you. I would love to um, have you back on sometime and uh, continue the conversation. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special interview with Tony Carlston. Um, I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. Come back for another fantastic interview this time next week. And until then, you take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.